We're talking about monetizing Facebook Live and VidCon takeaways with Stephanie Liu right now on Brand on Broadcasting. Welcome to episode 17 of Brand on Broadcasting. I'm Ross Brand. This is the show where we talk about all things broadcasting with a special focus on the online side of broadcasting. That's live streaming, podcasting, video creation, smart speakers. Today's guest is Stephanie Liu, a speaker on the live video panel at VidCon. She'll be sharing takeaways from VidCon. Also talking about new ways to monetize your Facebook Live videos and uh, other developments in the live streaming space, including her thoughts on going live on LinkedIn. Join me right now as I sit down with Stephanie Liu to chat about live streaming. Joining me right now is the host of Lights Camera Live. She's a keynote speaker, recently spoke at Social Media Week Lima, and just returned from VidCon, where she was on the live video panel. She also has agency experience in digital marketing and runs her own agency now and helps people really excel with live video and across social media. Uh, welcome back to, li- to the live stream universe, Stephanie Liu. Great to have you back on the show. Ross, it's so good to hang out with you. Hey, hey. Yeah, um, this is so much fun. I mean, VidCon is a big deal. So congratulations on uh, being on the panel there. And what was that experience like as uh, as a speaker at VidCon? You know, first off, I have to give hats off to Goldie Chan because she was the one who really wanted to bring a different set of speakers to her panel. And, you know, if it wasn't for her, I wouldn't have been at VidCon. And as far as speaking at VidCon, you know, I was on the industry track and this is probably one of those where you got to know your audience. And I knew that speaking on the industry track, you're going to be in front of the CMOs, the CEOs, the VPs, the head decision makers. And so being in front of that audience was very, very humbling of like, oh my gosh, you really want to hear about how I use Facebook Live for clients. And let me show how, let me show you how I do it. And it was just, it was really cool. It was fun. But what a tremendous opportunity um, to to pitch your services to uh, people in the industry and uh, maybe with bigger companies than uh, typically might be interested in in live streaming, coaching, and consulting and and produ- production. Um, is that something you're looking to get into, or something you're doing already? Yeah, it's something that I've already been doing. I've been helping like big clients really, really get the confidence that they want in order to be charismatic on camera and how to captivate an audience. And so it's really nice to be, you know, like it's kind of like the the fast track, like you get to the fast pass to the front of the line and like, hey, let me show you. So it was really cool. And what I learned, Ross, was that a lot of these brands are looking for content creators. They are looking for advice on how to do live video And not only that, though, but they want to understand the psychology behind it, because so many of us or so many brands, they're used to doing recorded video. And they're like, what is it about live video that people love so much? So you're finding both big brands and small businesses and solopreneurs are all still a little bit hesitant, mostly, mostly not all, but mostly still a little hesitant to take that next step. But they're sensing that it's exciting. Is that is that kind of what I'm hearing? Absolutely. It's one of those things where they realize that if they don't step into live video, they could become the blockbuster of their industry. So they're looking for new innovative ideas and ways to engage with their audience. 
what else did you take away from from VidCon? Um, maybe something related to LinkedIn video, or maybe something related to Facebook, or just something a, a, another panelist might have shared uh, on the live video panel. Yeah. Okay. So I got to hang out with Winnie Sun, who is this amazing financial expert. She's been on everything from like CNBC, Forbes, and whatnot. And she hosted this amazing panel with other content creators on there. You know Rob Balasabas from Thinkific. He's amazing. There's Jamie Cohen, as well as Roger Wakefield, who is like the expert plumber on LinkedIn. And you would think that, you know, like a plumber would be like, that's not interesting for you to do a live video. But it's really Winnie and Roger, who I felt like were really breaking the mold. Right. There's a lot of things that sometimes you can't say about your industry. Like Winnie Sun, for example, she can't tell you what stocks to buy, but she'll come up with a creative solution to insert herself into the conversation. Like, what are the trends when it comes to personal finance? And then same thing with Roger, you know, like he could teach you how to like do your own plumbing for a little bit, but for the big, big projects, you know, that's when you pick up the phone and you call Roger. And I love that they're both being like, like the the trailblazers in their industry. And same thing with Rob and Jamie, you know, they're just kudos to them. They did a fantastic job. Yeah. It's amazing how with live streaming and we watch these folks and we communicate with them in their shows and they uh, often show up to our, our broadcast and communicate with us. And it's like, when you think of financial advisor, you think of Winnie's son, when you think of plumber, <laughs> you, you have somebody you think of Roger, when you think of uh, course creation, you think of Rob Balasavas, when you think of uh, storytelling on LinkedIn, you think of J- Jamie, like all these people we kind of know as the person for something. And of course, there's a lot more people. I mean, every city, every town, every neighborhood has a plumber. But, you know, one person stands out to people across the the world, really, because they're they're using this technology to, to communicate their knowledge and build relationships. It's kind of an amazing thing when you think about it. Oh, it is. You know, like Winnie said, she created this little like this meetup for all of the LinkedIn creators. And when she invited us over to her office, which is in Irvine, by the way, if you could ever go out there, Ross, you should, because she has like this amazing production studio that her that her creative director put together. But she put us together in this room and we all met each other and it automatically felt like a reunion because we watched each other's videos. Just like you said, we would comment on each other's. We knew each other and it wasn't any of that awkward icebreaker. It was like, oh my gosh, Ross, I totally watch your show. How are you? How are you doing? And we would just pick up from that conversation as if we were best friends for years. Wow. Now, do you have, do you have LinkedIn live yet? I do. I do. And so, um, Peter Royball, who is in charge of the LinkedIn video product, as well as Saba, you know, they were asking us like, you know, Winnie's already doing live video on there. Stephanie, how come you haven't done it yet? And honestly, I like to take a look at my peers and see how they're doing it first, right? Like, you know, I do a lot in, in terms of Facebook. And so I already have this strategy mapped out in my mind of how the Facebook ecosystem works. And so for me, I've really been taking a look at LinkedIn to figure out, well, what could transfer over from Facebook over to LinkedIn? And what are some new capabilities that I haven't even thought of? So just being at that dinner, literally, Ross, there's like 35 other LinkedIn creators. Like Jeremy Vest was at the dinner too. And you're like, oh my gosh, I know you. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So, I I mean, are you thinking of streaming to multiple platforms then? Or are you thinking of doing unique content, unique live content for LinkedIn? 
I definitely want to do unique content on LinkedIn. It's a different audience, right? Like I feel like Lights Camera Live right now is for marketers. It's about highlighting the best and brightest marketers in the industry, Lights Camera Live. But what I want to focus on on LinkedIn is going to be a little pivot to what you and I were talking about earlier in terms of building relationships with corporations and big brands, how to be captivating on camera. So it's that's where I see myself shifting more towards and uh, giving people more of a behind the scenes about like how I work with NLP and all of that great stuff. Did you get any takeaways from what some of the other creators are doing of what works, what doesn't work, how a LinkedIn audience might be different in how they react to live video? Of course, we know it's business people and, uh, you know, it's it, it's it's somewhat different, but LinkedIn's becoming a lot more social. What did you kind of take away from that meeting as far as something you could apply to your own strategy for LinkedIn video? This was the part where I feel like my head was always down from the panel because I wanted to take all the notes. It was so brilliant. Like one of the things that I love that Jamie Cohen and Brian Shulman do is that they create hashtag challenges. Like even Rob, when he first started out with LinkedIn Live, he's he participated in this three-day LinkedIn Live challenge where it's like, just get in front of the camera, get used to it. And challenges the LinkedIn hashtag challenges are a great way for you to meet other content creators because the the hashtag, if you look at like the UI, the hashtags will show you like the top hashtags that you're following. That's the best way for you to go ahead and insert yourself into the conversation and see what's happening there, right? There's a little bit of like, um, there's not a lot of flexibility right now with the, with the LinkedIn groups, but if you started creating your own branded hashtag, that's one of the ways that you could start building your audience there. So I thought that was pretty smart. Other things that, oh, go ahead. No, no, I was going to say, I, I have been playing around with a couple of my own hashtags that I created for, uh, you know, for any of the social channels that are different from the hashtags that I typically use. But now there, I just saw something uh, yesterday about how LinkedIn is advising not more than three hashtags per. So those don't have the traction yet. So I'm thinking, I don't know whether I want to use those or go back to the other ones. <laughs> Yeah, you know, I, I would say definitely take a look at the different hashtags to see how they're performing. And that means actually clicking into the hashtags, see the other people that are creating content in there, because you definitely want to be a part of the hashtag where people are producing really quality content at that right. point, right? Like not definitely not like the spammy hashtags, things that we've all learned from Instagram. Right, right. And I mean, when you create a, if you create a unique kind of branded hashtag, it's going to take time till people start using it and, and looking for it. So I guess that's the that's the challenge. Let's move over to uh, Facebook because there have been a lot of changes there since we, we talked last. Um, I, I heard a little bit of the... Uh, actually, I watched almost all the panel discussion because it was fantastic. Uh, and you talked about uh, affiliate marketing, I believe, and you talked about how you're using the ability to uh, promote products and services right on Facebook during your live streams. Can you tell people a little bit about how you're doing that and how they could do the same thing? Yeah. So this was an interesting question that Goldie Chan asked all of the panelists and being the Facebook one. Um, I, you know, I told people that the way that I generally monetize my live streams is through affiliate marketing. So any product or service that you are a huge, huge fan of, you probably have an opportunity to be a brand ambassador for them or be an affiliate. And right. so the way that I make this work is that you could actually go into Facebook ads manager, Ross, 
And from there, you could create a product catalog. There, you could go ahead and put a link to your affiliate link. You could put an image and a short description as well as the pricing. Now, if you mention that actual product, that service on your show, you could go ahead and tag that product. What I love about this is that when you do that, Ross, is that at the very bottom of your live stream, you're going to see that product. Anyone else who's watching the show is going to see that product. And because you're giving you know, an honest review of why you like it, why it works, it's going to be a one click. They could go ahead and purchase it right, right then and there. We also know that like, if you offer a lot of value in your show, people are most likely going to share your broadcast. And so even when you share that broadcast into a personal page, a Facebook group, all of that good stuff, then you'll still see that product tag in there, which is going to be really helpful for you in terms of monetizing your show. Right, right. And when I do my live stream deals show, I often have, or not often, always have guests on who are who have a product or a service. And I always say, go to LivestreamDeals.com and you know, take a look at the homepage. We'll have all the, the featured products there or go to LivestreamUniverse.com slash resources. That's LivestreamUniverse.com slash resources. You can find my favorite products. Hint, hint, shameless plug. Uh, but <laughs> you can give out uh, a link in just a second. <laughs> where, where do you send people for, for products? You know, I've, I, I used to use kit.com, mm-hmm. right? And I would have like these little libraries of if people ask me about my desktop setup or my mobile live streaming setup, I would send them there. But for some reason, I can't log back into it, which is like the same thing. So I've actually been using the Amazon Influencer Store, right? Yeah, I set one up too. Yeah. And so I just set that up. I just recreated what I had on kit.com over into Amazon Influencer Program. And that's been really helpful. Yeah, that's a great idea. Um, and, and so when you do a live stream, as long as you talk about the product, you can tag it. Is that how it works on Facebook? I mean, you could tag any product that you want in your show. I just try to make it relatable, right? Like if I'm talking to you about Thinkific and why it's amazing, I wouldn't tag anything about, you know, Girl Scout cookies. Right. <laughs> it doesn't it doesn't relate to the show. So I think if it's um if it's core to your show and it makes sense and you're gonna you wanna make it easier for your audience, then definitely go ahead and do that. So if I have a guest on who has a product, I can certainly tag that product and that way they don't even have to go to another website. They can click right there and check it out, buy, sign up, get their free trial, whatever it is that that the offer is, right? Yeah. And you know, and I'm super excited because this actually this conversation goes all the way back to Facebook F8, right? Because we were talking about the marketplace and how they're going to rebuild the ecosystem. So in the sense that if you see something in a live stream, you could click a button and purchase it right there without even having to leave the app. That's something that I'm still waiting for. But in just having these conversations, attending these events, you're able to see like, wow, five years from now, this is going to be completely different. So what you're doing right now, that's awesome. That's cool. But still stay ahead of like what might be coming down the pipeline. You know, another interesting thing about Facebook is they're now rewarding people who go live consistently and bring that same audience back. Um, like like you, I go live regularly twice a month. I go I tend to do the first couple uh, Thursdays. You do the first and third, I believe. So um, have you increased that or have you found a way to go live on those in between Thursdays, or are you just not kind of really worried about that so much? You know, I've, I've shifted my strategy because that's how you stay relevant in the industry, right? If the algorithms are changing, then you also have to understand how to play within the sandbox. So just like you, I still only go live twice a month, but 
in between those other weeks, what I'm trying to do is I'm trying to create short three minute tutorials Mm. to highlight a new feature because at least they could watch those first three tutorials. And then if they wanted to dive deeper into it, well, then they'll just have to wait another couple of days to actually launch into the show. So strategically, you could definitely go in and do that. You do your show, your, your live broadcast, and then in between do like a three minute tutorial, go live and then three minutes for clients though. It's a little bit different. Can I share that strategy with you? Yeah, sure. Okay, cool. So we're trying to do more episodic content. You talked a lot about this over at Lima as well, right? Mm-hmm. And what we do is that we'll have a theme for the entire month. And then every Monday, like the first three Mondays, we'll actually go ahead and do a recorded premiere of a video. That is all tied to a specific theme. And then the very last video of the month is going to be a live video to recap what happened in the previous three videos. So that way we're keeping them engaged. We're still encouraging them to go ahead and follow the entire series. And then at the very end of the live video, tease what the next month is going to be. So I guess when you do a premiere, you're doing a a longer form video, right? You're not going to premiere a a two minute, three minute tutorial, right? You're going to premiere something that's, that's longer. So you can have a conversation with people in the chat, like a live video. You could. Yeah. I mean, the premieres that I've seen, like when I think of premiere, I think of like way back in the day when Total Request Live from MTV would do like the world premiere of like the new Britney Spears video. And you're like, oh my God, I need to see that. Right. So for me, it's not about having like a really long um, premiere video, but just knowing that you're generating buzz for it. So that's- it could be any length then. It doesn't have to be a, a long video. Um, speaking of tutorials, you had a, a great tutorial recently um, about the new trim feature where you can uh, it's it's the first step to editing your recorded live video. What can, what can you do with that and, and, and how are you using it? You know, well, hat tip first to Glenn over at Ecamp because he was the one that first told me about this when I was at VidCon. He's like, Stephanie, did you see this? I was like, oh, what is this? And everyone was like, Stephanie, why aren't you downstairs? And I was like, oh, because I'm doing this tutorial. So like, here's what's really cool about the Facebook Live trim feature is that for any of us that have ever started out, there's probably like a little flub that happened in the middle of a show and you really, really want to edit it. Well, we now have that feature and that functionality. So you could go back in there, you go to your publishing tools, and then you go to your post library, that'll kick you over to Creator Studio. And I mentioned that because everyone's like, how do I get access to Creator Studio? Listen, you have it. They just named it something funky. (laughs) Yeah, I was like, what are all these names I have to stay on top of? But you go into Creator Studio, you edit your video, and then over to the right-hand side, you scroll down and you'll see the trim functionality. Now, what's really cool about this, Ross, is that if you trimmed a section, you're like, oh man, I messed up. I need to go up, go back and fix it. You can like, it still keeps the full video, which is very different because right. when I've trimmed videos on other platforms, like let's say loom.com, once you trim it, that's it. Like it's gone. They're like, whatever. Um, but Facebook still keeps it. So I thought that was interesting. Another question that I had from someone was, does it degrade the quality? Cause you would think you would have to re-render the video. Right. It didn't change at all. So I really like that fact. Um, so it's really cool. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of videos, like I'll, I'll tell you, Ross, there's a lot of videos when I first started out like camera live, I would have the bottom third and I would say, you know, follow me on Facebook and I would have the Facebook logo. Well, when they started tightening up the Facebook ad guidelines, guess what? Because I had the Facebook logo in there, I could no longer promote those. Well, if I was only showing that in like the first three seconds of my video clip, good, move on. Now I could get that engagement back. 
That's awesome. Stephanie Liu is a rock star. You can find her uh, hosting Lights Camera Live every other Thursday, first and third of the month at 2 p.m. Pacific, 5 p.m. Eastern. And also uh, your Facebook page is Hey Stephanie Liu at Hey Stephanie on Twitter. What's coming up next for you? Uh, more speaking, more shows. Tell me something exciting that's uh, on the agenda for you. So I will be at San Diego Comic-Con this week, which usually gets about 135,000 attendees. So everyone kind of like nerd nation like descends on San Diego. And that is my moment to just capture the most amazing content, be ridiculous. I don't know if you guys know this, but I'm a huge Star Wars fan. So I actually cosplay as the Magma Stormtrooper. So I will be the Red Stormtrooper as featured on Sci-Fi. <laughs> that's like the next big thing and then i'm actually going to be training a client in a, in henderson nevada for four weeks for their sales team on how they could leverage you know video and be captivating on camera well that's awesome and you also use psychology to uh be a big part of your marketing process i wanted to get into that we we don't have time right now but uh, how can people find out more about that? I know you mentioned a, a quiz when we were at Lima. Maybe they can people can go over, take the quiz and get started if they want to learn more about their their style and how they can use different communication styles to oh, uh, yeah. mark. Thank you so much. Um, so you guys head on over to twitter.com slash hey Stephanie, and it'll be the pinned tweet that's on there. And it's one of the best ways to understand how how you communicate with others, how others communicate to you, and then instantly build that rapport. So that way, if you want to increase your impact, your influence, and your income, you now have the skill set to be a lot more flexibility in making sure that your message comes across clearly and concisely. Cool. Well, it's great having you on. Thanks again. It's Stephanie Liu. Check her out across social media. She's fantastic. And uh, the host of Lights Camera Live. Take care, Stephanie. Thanks for joining us. Bye, everyone. Don't forget to check out the show notes for this episode. Get all the links, more information on our wonderful guest, Stephanie Liu. It's all over at brandonbroadcasting.com slash EP17, brandonbroadcasting.com slash EP17 for livestreamuniverse.com and brandonbroadcasting.com. I'm Ross Brand. Talk to you next time on another episode of Brand on Broadcasting. Take care, everyone.